0: for my next uh, podcast guest. Before we get into the podcast, though, I just want to remind you of a couple of housekeeping notes, the first of which is to make sure if you're watching this on YouTube that you subscribe in this corner or that corner, I don't really know where exactly it's going to be. Um, Hit the notification bell so that you can get notified of when new episodes of The Common Sense Show on YouTube come up. If you're listening to this on podcast or wherever you get your podcast, make sure you also subscribe to your favorite podcast platform so that you can be notified about when episodes come up. Also, don't forget to check out The Common Sense Show's resources page, the business resources page, on the common sense podcast.com forward slash resources. And here's why, because I put up my favorite business books on there, you can learn a little bit more about the books that I endorse to help you get started, level up your business, put systems inside your business, and to help you operate on a regular basis. These are books that you should be reading every single year, and um, on a regular basis to keep your knowledge base up. And I'm going to add and subtract to it all the time. So make sure you check that out. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the Common Sense a newsletter on the website as well. I am excited to get into the podcast. I have a guest, Chris Williams. He is amazing. We're going to be talking about a subject that actually I find super interesting. We're going to be talking about masterminds. If you are a small business owner, you have domain experience, you have something to offer. We're going to be talking about high ticket sales, how you can create masterminds, what they mean, who should do them, should you do them, and other stuff as well. But before we do that, I'm Michael Logan. This is The Common Sense Show. You're listening to The Common Sense Show. If you've just started a new business, or if you're just thinking about it, this podcast is for you. Micah Logan has a stellar track record coaching small businesses to achieve six-figure revenue streams. The advice on this show is what has allowed him to have over 15 years of experience as an entrepreneur. Here is your host, Micah Logan. Welcome to the Common Sense Show. And uh, we have our guest, Chris Williams. Before we get into hearing him explain himself, I'm going to explain him for you just briefly for a second. Chris is raising, he has five kids. I have two. He has five. That is, I can't even imagine that. He is exploring the world community. He's an adventurer. He's a shark diver, ice climber, ultra marathoner. He rides electric skateboards. In his professional life, he's an entrepreneur, business expert, speaker, coach. He helps people market, monetize, and lead their own high-ticket mastermind groups uh, or coaching groups. And he is someone that after my phone call, I said with him, I said I had to have him on the show. Chris, welcome to the show.
1: Oh, my, God. Oh my gosh, dude. Thanks so much for being here. Like, I, I love what you're doing because you're so systems and processes oriented, and, and you do an enormous amount of entrepreneurial work, and you don't have to like sacrifice your life for it same thing here, man. Like once you, once you crack that code, that's so freeing and you like, you get your life back. So five kids or adventures or sitting by a fire and reading books, whatever you want to do, you know, it's just so sad to see so many entrepreneurs who join the entrepreneur community so they can have time and money, freedom. And they don't get it. And uh, all you folks listening and watching like, what a champion here, Micah, like, well done, dude. Cause you're, you're like showing the way. Thank you.
0: You know, it's uh, small business owners. It's about doing the work. And, you know, I've, I've gotten people message me and, and call and leave voicemails. And um, do they still do that anymore? Uh, And text and emails and stuff like that. And, you know, just asking for advice, business advice, and um, how to build their businesses. And this is, is what this is all about. And so what do you think I tell them? I say, go back and listen to episode one and catch all the way up. You know, there's a reason why I have this podcast on there because, You can take something away and implement it the next day. I have so much content, so many episodes. We're we're nearing hundred episodes. And let me tell you, I have people out there. If you want to know how to run your business systematically and you want to hear from experts like yourself, you can do it. Listen to the whole show. It's for small business owners. This is not fluff. We nail, we nail down on this podcast because there's so much fluff out there behind a paywall. Um, And I don't feel like sometimes you can always get to the stuff that you need to get, like the real information. That's what I'm about.
1: Mm, Love it, dude. Well done. Well done. And yeah, last night I was um, at the climbing gym and I took my phone out of my pocket because I was about to climb a wall. For those of you climbers, it was a a 511 plus and it was a challenging climb for me. I'm not the best climber. I was going to drop my cell phone. So I laid it down on the mat, got home didn't have my cell phone in my pocket. So I got this little flip phone that we have at our house because we don't have a landline. Who has that? Like in case somebody has an emergency, it's sitting in the basket by the back door. Right. I'm calling my, my my own cell phone from the house flip phone. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's my voicemail. I haven't heard my voicemail in so long. People still have voicemails. It was kind of fun. I didn't leave myself a message, but I almost did because I haven't left a message in so long for anybody.
0: Right, And no, it's true. <laughs> I listened to my I listened to my voicemail like five times because I never hear my own voicemail. So sometimes I'm like, let me just. It sounds so narcissistic, probably, but like I'm just like, well, let me just hear what this voicemail. I want to know what other people hear when they're leaving a message. So anyway, I I, hear I actually messages. deleted mine.
1: It just says my phone number now, oh, okay. so it's even even more incognito. All
0: so right, I, man, let's do this. Let's rock and roll. How can how can we help? So you are a mastermind behind the masterminds, and I. This masterminds, creating masterminds has always appealed to me and and, and not just because um, I feel like I have something to say, because I probably suffer from um, imposter syndrome as much as the the next person, Um, but um, because I think that they, I've I've sat in masterminds and they're obviously useful. So let's start with the obvious question. Who should start a mastermind and why?
1: Yeah, really good question. So anybody who is an expert at what they do, so you've cracked the code and know how to do something. Yeah. Right? That could be something in business. It could be something in personal relationships. Maybe you're a marriage and family therapist kind of person. Maybe you're a health and fitness coach. Maybe you're somebody who is just a marketing guru. I don't know. Maybe you're somebody who understands the dog training business and you can teach other dog trainers how to build a business. Right. Whatever it is you've figured out somebody else wants that information, right? They're Googling it, just they're Googling it. Everybody's Googling everything. Mm -hmm. So they want the information, but there's a piece of every Google community, we'll call them, that's willing to like just simply pay to get to the end of the process. I want this done. I don't wanna have to listen to every show, watch every YouTube video and read every book to crack the code like you did. Mm -hmm. I just want help now. If you're in that space where you're the expert and you got a few people around you who are saying, Hey, how'd you do this? This is really cool. Nice business, whatever you could charge for that information. Super straightforward. Let's say you own a dry cleaning business Mm -hmm. or you're a stage speaker, very different businesses, but if people like, how'd you get booked on all these stages or people are like, Hey, how'd you actually get two dry cleaning businesses up and running? Both of those questions are extremely valuable in their answer sets. If you like going to lunch with people and helping them like figure it out and answer those questions, you should probably just have a mastermind because it's efficient. It allows you to take your expertise, teach it to five, 10, 15 people at a time, and they will transform and grow faster together than they ever would have sitting across a lunch table from you.
0: All right, so this this kind of opens up a lot of other questions. Uh, The first of which is, for me, anyways, when I'm thinking about masterminds that I've currently paid for and that I've been a part of, is so there. So we live in a world right now where you have these 20 year olds okay. that call themselves experts and have these masterminds. Now, granted, if you've created something, for instance, a 20 year old Mark Zuckerberg who created Facebook or something like that, he no one knows Facebook like he does because he created it. That's one thing. However, we're talking about these people talking about their business is selling people on the idea of starting a seven-figure business when their business is predicated on not having a seven-figure business, but establishing a seven-figure business by selling the thought of having a seven-figure business, if that makes any sense at all to you. It does. Um, and they have never done the work on the ground to even make six figures or five figures in order to even um, tell people how things should be done. So, how do you separate the wheat the wheat from the chaff? If you were in this, if you were trying to establish a legitimate mastermind based off of your experience, how do you separate yourself from all these instatubers who are out there trying to create a, a mastermind, just trying to get people money out? Excuse me, money out of people. almost drowned.
1: Yeah, no, you're you're good. So that, yeah, that's a good question. And and let me give a little bit of credibility to the instatubers because I'm with you, it's a little frustrating to see somebody who has no experience, whatever their age, kind of conning people in to uh, the con man's story of, I can help you get rich quick. Now, if that person with no experience was able to create a sales system that with no experience could sell the experience of experience, then that sales system is worth understanding and buying, if that's what you want to do, right? And I'm not a fan of it. Yeah, stay away, folks, do the real thing. But that person, if all they've done is crack the code on how to con a market, that's valuable information, All right? The ethics are questionable, potentially, sure, but it's valuable information. For most of us, We've gone through some portion of life and we've banged our head against the learning wall a lot. We have failed a lot. And, and that is extremely attractive to people trying to do the same thing. Most people, when they're buying information products, and you've probably all been through the same, same exact sequence. We want to do something, want to figure it out, want to build some business entrepreneurial venture, learn how to market our own business, build a website, run Google ads, whatever. You Google it, right? Mm-hmm. Then you watch some YouTubers. Then you read a book, then you start following a podcast. Then you, oh, you just bought a $27 product. Right. All the checklists you gotta have for setting up your Google ads account. Cool, good for you. Then you upsell to the 495 mm-hmm. and you're sitting there. You get emails forever in your inbox three times a day and then you end up buying a $1,500 offer. Okay, what's happening is we're getting sold through the funnel process. But why that's working is because you need what's on the other side of the paywall, as you mentioned a second ago, Mike, that's a great term. Mm-hmm. There's something across that wall that you think you need. Now, flip the whole thing around. Let's say, let's say you're the expert mm-hmm. and, and you want to get people the transformation they want. You can take them through this long maze or... Yeah. You can shoot off a flare from the middle of the freaking maze. So I'm picturing like picturing Harry Potter and like running around that maze that like the bushes like smush them and kill them. But the thing is in the last movie. Sorry, if you haven't watched it, um, the bushes are dangerous, but you can shoot up a flare. They shoot up like a flare from one of the wands in the middle of that maze. And, and you can let people know, hey, you can go through the hard way or I'm right here, right in the middle where I'm supposed to be. And you can just skip all this and get right to me. And that's the cool thing, Micah, for me about mastermind leadership is I don't have, currently in our business model, I don't have that winding maze funnel sequence for people to follow. I simply say, here's what we teach, how to teach your own high ticket mastermind. Mm -hmm. Would you like to do that? That's it. Anybody who's listening and watching right now, you know what you know. And if you raise your hand, the right way in the market, people will say, Oh my gosh, number one, thanks for being real. Yep. And number two, thanks for like being there for me. Can I lean in and just have a 30 minute conversation and get to know you a little more and then make a decision and you can say yes. And they'll make a
0: decision. Right. It's simple. So, okay. So do you have to start as, so a mastermind, obviously why don't I have you define a mastermind?
1: Uh, Yeah, good question. Okay. So, a mastermind or a high ticket group coaching program, they're kind of synonymous. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, it's where an expert leader builds or accomplishes a group where those group members have a similar goal or transformation they want to get to. If that's business growth, relational health, personal health, mental health, um, whatever, they're trying to do something in life. An expert about that topic. Puts together a group of people, 5, 10, 20, 25 people. And you get together weekly, quarterly, monthly, some regiment that allows transformation to happen that's right for that audience. right? And you do it together. You do it with the expert. They're coaching you through the process. And you do it with your other mastermind members because they're going to be asking questions and learning at a different pace than you are. you different than them. And you all all learn at the group speed which is typically three to five times faster to success than one-on-one coaching. And and that's a mastermind. The the extremes of this, Micah, are we have the e-course down at one end where you pay 1500 bucks, watch the recordings kind of alone and hope you can apply it. You need a coach to help you say, here's how to make this applicable to you today. The other extreme is this big group coaching process where there's like so many people in that thing, even though it's live, you really don't get time to have all your questions answered by the host or the other group members. Right. Too many people. The mastermind is that sweet spot in the middle where the lucky few actually get transformation.
0: So, okay. Do you have to already be coaching someone? So like, okay, what use me as a, as a, uh, as an example. Um, so, you know, I do some, I do business coaching. And, um, obviously my time is spent as we spoke about offline, you know, running three companies. And so my time with business coaching, uh, is limited to, to, to members who are ser- to serious and who want to actually transform their businesses, which is why, um, you know, I only take a few, a few clients. However, I can see myself as I wind down these companies sell, I'm a coach at heart. So getting into business, staying in business coaching is something I probably would do. And I can see starting a mastermind. So do you have to be in my position where you've already started coaching before you start a mastermind? Or is a mastermind something that you could start from scratch and not go down the path of one-on-one coaching to drive people into the mastermind? How do you drive people into this mastermind from scratch if we're we're trying to really put together almost like a, a scaffold this idea?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, good question. So I'd say half the people in our masterminds don't have an audience at all. They've never coached and have no following, but the other half have decent followings, you know, whether they're on a show like you have, or they're already doing this and they already have an audience, either one. The goal of this is to say, how do I meet someone cold out there on the street of the internet? and bring them into my storefront and help them make a decision to transform their lives through this method right. okay if you're again if you have 100,000 people on your email list if you have no email list at all mm-hmm. if you have your own show you don't have your own show if you're just starting out leaving your 9 to 5 and thinking I want to get into entrepreneurship what should it look like or if you've been an entrepreneur your whole life yeah it still comes down to you got to meet a new person tomorrow and you gotta have a sequence in place that allows them to make a decision for you. Because if the most experienced person with a huge audience can't do that, then their audience will eventually burn out on the offer. It's a dead end street. They have to be able to bring in new people and attract them to this offer. Okay, right. so audience, no audience, it's the same process because you gotta prove it. Now, here's the thing. If you don't have any one-on-one coaching already in your, in your world, that's okay. And for most people, it's actually easier to start a group coaching program or mastermind when they haven't done one-on-one coaching. For some reason, Mike, I'm sure you understand this as a one-on-one coach. I've done one-on-one coaching in the past as well. If for some reason, it's like once we see the one-on-one process, we, we feel like this is so customized to the, to the one person I'm talking to on a Zoom call or face-to-face how can I make this relevant to 10 people at once? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But if you were able to go back and you wanted to take the time to listen to every, if you record all the conversations with all your one-on-one clients in the past and document, here's the things we talked about. Here's the answers. You realize that like 90, 95% of it's the same thing over and over again. Right. I mean, and that's where the group thing comes into play. The information, the principles, for running any business are pretty universal and they have been for thousands of years. That's right. The the nuance of what should my logo, my tagline, um, what social media platform should I be using for this audience, those little nuances need to be handled in a customized way. Mm -hmm. But how you relate to humans on any social media platform is the same thing, it's relationships.
0: Right.
1: how you use the tool is slightly unique.
0: Right. How? It does. And so, okay, so here we are. We have, we've identified our most common pressing issues that, that should be addressed in the mastermind because these things we feel like are not being addressed in the business atmosphere or, or in the mastermind world. Therefore, we feel like we have our target, our niche. We know that our target market, who, or we think that our target market who would buy this are people who typically engage in this. Maybe it's business owners, small business owners, entrepreneurs, fledgling entrepreneurs, or moderately successful entrepreneurs. Um, How do you then let them know that you have a mastermind that is the solution to their problem?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a very good question because a lot of people think, so do I have to pressure launch send a bunch of emails announcing it coming up in three days i have this really exciting announcement everybody stay tuned midnight on friday right because if nobody nobody,
0: if nobody cared before then nobody's gonna care afterwards so how do you get them to to realize that okay you now have something to say because you're just you're just chris you know but now but now you're now you're chris with something to say so how do you make that transition
1: it takes about 10 days to two weeks to make the transition
0: interesting
1: and yeah, it's faster than you think, and it does not include taking a selfie video in front of a red Ferrari. Believe it or not, you don't
0: have to do that. Oh, please, no more selfie videos in front of Ferraris. <laughs> Those are brutal. Why well, yeah. no.
1: <laughs> right, Every time I see a selfie video of somebody from a Ferrari, I always picture, if they like panned the camera around, there'd be like four other people doing the same thing in front of the yeah. same Ferrari in the parking lot.: <laughs>
0: Exactly. They probably open yeah. it up on like a Tuesday between one and two o'clock. Come down here. Take a picture of my Ferrari. You owe me a hundred bucks. Yeah, know? It's like, it's like, give me 30, give me 30 seconds. I'll tell you how to change your life. And it's like, okay, this is, it our, is Michael, our, that's our
1: next business. We should do it together. We should, we should buy a couple of Ferraris, open up a garage and let people rent them for, for 15 minutes at a time.
0: I like it. No driving
1: like... just the video.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's right. That's right. I love it's it. Accurate.
1: Hey, get out of my shot. You're next. You're at 10:30. Come on, move on, dude.
0: Just keep um, on moving them.
1: <laughs> all right. So, how do we get people to to say, "Oh my gosh," there's a there's a mastermind this guy has. Like this would be cool. So, when you bring people into your audience, your audience. Let's define that. Audience could be your podcast. It could be a Facebook group. It could be your LinkedIn profile. Something on whatever Instagram, YouTube, whatever you want to do. You bring people into your audience, ideally into an audience location that allows you to message one-on-one that is extremely critical Mm -hmm. because just because you make a lot of noise about, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. We're doing this mastermind launch in a month and a half. You know, we got 10 seats first come first serve. People are going to be like, well, that's cool. Oh, look at that next post. Right. That's all they're going to say. Right. Mm -hmm. When they are in your audience and you know, they're interacting with you, then you can private message them and get in a conversation Hey, I know you're hanging around. You're absorbing the content. Super glad you're here. Tell me what's working and what's not working for you. How can I point in the right direction? How can I help you move forward? Mm-hmm. The things you're going to learn from those conversations are actually the things that you're going to teach in your mastermind. Right. And those conversations allow you to ultimately say, this is a really great point. I'm, I'm sorry to hear you're struggling with it, but let's just mm-hmm. jump on a Zoom call mm-hmm. Let me see if we can sort this thing out in 30 minutes. Or if you want to engage deeper into things that we're doing, I can help you down that path if it's a good fit. But either way, let's get you moving the next step today. Right. That's so real and authentic and not silly that people love that. I love it when I see a message like that. Right. And I'm willing to say, yeah, I, if you can help me for 30 minutes, I'm in. And I don't mind hearing a few minutes about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But a percentage of the people you talk to are going to resonate with. Oh my gosh! Like I want in this group. How do I make that happen? It's really, really simple when done the right way.
0: And you're actually trying to help them first too, which is the big thing. It's like you're actually crazy idea, right? (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's you're actually giving them something for free that can help them transform their business. You know, just it's just a suggestion, but you know that is worth its weight in goldens. So, you so you then, so then you must take that concept and tie it back to why we're going to continue to address things that transform you or your business in our mastermind. I assume, um, exactly. So, you have friends and family following you on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever, um, social, um, and you make this transition from being just the everyday electrician or you know, chess player to to now running a group where you can teach people something that they may be engaged in um, by just saying, do you have to make a public statement that you're doing this because you've been in this for a long time? It's, it's now time to share my vision with the world or help people, blah, blah, blah. Like, What's your vision statement publicly for, for why you're starting this mastermind?
1: that's a really great question and yeah so here's here's the story for most of us by the way chess player that's interesting I actually interviewed two um, world champion I called grand masters or something like that not too long ago on our show as experts and they're fascinating people anyway the um, so fascinating the, so the the bottom line is when you're bringing someone into a community that's already existing and they, your friends and family your high school buddies are in there most of us as entrepreneurs, we're going to fall into two groups here. Most of us have either already had like five new entrepreneurial ideas and directions in the past couple of years. Right. And we've kind of announced that so many times we're really embarrassed to announce it again because mm-hmm. they're all going to roll their eyes. We feel like, or this is our first go at anything public announcement. And It's just awkward and embarrassing to say I'm doing this because what if people think I'm weird or I fail or I don't turn out right. Right. Okay. The easiest thing to do is to set up a, a group, a platform, a space that's just for the conversation you wanna have about your expertise. Mm-hmm. Facebook's a good example of this. Set up a Facebook group. That way you don't have to be all chit chatty about your entrepreneurial venture on your Facebook profile where your aunts and uncles are. Right. You just mm-hmm. simply engage with people in your community who are like the kind of people you wanna have in that group, invite them to the group and have the conversations there. Auntie and uncle will never know. Mm -hmm. And you and your community can have a quiet room to talk. Right. It's it's like having your own office space. So I've been working virtually for over a decade now. And, you know, we've rented conferencing facilities, Here and there throughout the years in my hometown, so that I could meet people that needed an office space to meet me in versus Starbucks. Right. Well, nobody at Starbucks, my barista friends, don't know that I'm not there on Tuesday because I'm over here in the conference space. Same way, make a private space online and invite people to that conversation. Say, hey, we have this community over here. We talk about these things. We're cracking the codes. We'd love to have you in there. Right. They say yes. And then you can keep that separate.
0: Now, should you be, should you start your mastermind local regionally um, versus going online and putting money behind, you may not even have that money to put behind it, but like try to, try to get, try to get people from online into a mastermind group versus um, starting like locally, regionally with people that you know, or that are in the area, easy to access you first. Mm -hmm. Um, Is, is that like your. Do you think that that's a better way to go? Do you think that now with internet doesn't really matter?
1: Yeah. Well, I know that many of you are are local business owners, so your network could currently be local. Right. Many of you have big online presences just because your friends and family, your network, your old friends, whatever. Here's the truth of it, though. I'm a big fan of going online based first versus local. There's several really good reasons for this. Going online, you can do this whole thing organically. We don't actually teach any paid methods in this process. We teach everything organic because it's relationship-based. High ticket sales is always relationship-based. Being in an online space and inviting people from out there in the internet to your community proves that you can attract a cold audience to the conversation and engage them in a meaningful way. When it's someone you've already known who lives in the same zip code as you, you haven't proven your offer. You just simply proven that you already have a relatively high level of no like and trust with that person you've known for 20 years. No surprise there. We got to make sure we tailor everything you're doing to prove that you've got 8 billion people on the planet you could choose from and you know how to build relationships with them. That means your marketing is unlimited. And it gets very easy because it's so scalable. Second reason, it's way more expensive to start a mastermind local than it is online. If you're local, inevitably, you end up spending more time, times where the money's at, folks. Your time is so valuable. Protect it. You spend more time engaging with your first 10 members. You're going to chit chat. Hey, let's just go to Starbucks and talk about this upcoming group I got going. You're gonna have three Starbucks meetings with each one of them. You're gonna have spent uh, 50 hours just talking to people when you could be so much more effective on a Zoom call and in a community. Third reason is because, Micah, you and I both, to the people in our hometowns, we're just the kid down the street. Remember that time you wrecked your bike in the neighbor's mailbox? That's who we are. And when we're able to be known outside of our hometown, on an, a, a virtual platform, an online platform, like any any social media platform, right? all of a sudden you're seen as an expert.
0: How much that's a big you, thing. Oh, no, for sure. And how, how much do you think um, an individual should budget for starting their own mastermind? Um, or do you think that this is something, is this one of those things where it's like you can start it for, for very little cost and then grow it over time? Or does this actually require an investment?
1: No, it doesn't require an investment unless you're going to pay somebody to learn how to do it. So you're going to, let's just be honest here. We sell our information about how to build high-ticket masterminds. I, I'm I'm not the only one out there who does this, folks, okay? Just get shooting you straight here. Right. We we sell this model. You're going to go out there and try to crack the code on your own, or you're going to pay somebody like me to walk you through the process, okay? One of the two. That is truly... The startup cost, if you do this correctly, period. There's work to be done. Every single session that we talk about in our groups that ends with do work, get results. Mm-hmm. No get rich quick crap here. There's work to be done. You can do all of that yourself organically and bring people and fill your first group and it's typically six to eight weeks. Mm-hmm. And it not costs you anything to do it other than your time. If you'd like to retain your time, and hire someone on your team or a virtual administrator or an outsourcer of some type, we'll show you how to do that. But that means you're gonna have to go and pay somebody a couple hundred bucks a month to help you execute tasks. Right. Those are your startup costs, period. The goal of having, Micah, just to add one more thing to that, the reason masterminds work better than online courses or any other type of information product for the entrepreneur who's building them. Mm-hmm is because it quickly confirms and sorts out the audience. You're attracting the messaging and the offer Mm -hmm. like within weeks that's sorted out so that, you know, within a couple of weeks, I now have an offer. That's actually getting people to swipe their credit card, right? Which means within weeks, you're getting paid to build the business. Other business models, you have to invest a lot of time and capital to build
0: mm-hmm.
1: this one is completely free to build and it confirms its success with cash flow before you actually even have your first group session.
0: Right. so how do you how do you decide what to charge for your mastermind group because there's mm-hmm. wild differences in what masterminds cost and how they're structured. So some masterminds are um, they charge you monthly, of course. And I guess that the process of taking the, the cash is, is less relevant than what you should charge um, for for the mastermind itself. But where do you come up with that number? How do you come up with that number?
1: That's, uh, man, you're asking really great questions. So the this is, uh, by the way, folks, this is like really good information. Just saying, Micah, great job on all this. <laughs> and Micah's other shows, if you listen to those other shows, you know, it's it's just solid information. Like this is getting down to really good stuff. Few people, I'm, I'm on six shows a week. We budget out time for me to be on six audiences a week and few people ask questions um, that are like this relevant to be actionable. Love it.
0: The, <laughs> I'm glad the, I can, we could add to the conversation <laughs> here.
1: Yeah, I know, for real. Um, so the, the bottom line is on pricing, there's, there's like a low end extreme that you really shouldn't go below, okay? We typically teach, typically I'd say 99% of the time, that you got to at least charge $5,000 for someone to be in your mastermind, at least 5k. I I will address that number in a second. If that's, that's going to seem high to some and low to some, okay.
0: a a year, a month or what?
1: For, for the seat. Like if it takes, if it's going to be a 12 week process or a year long process or two day process, at least 5k. Gotcha. That's again, that's high to some and low to some it's that's irrelevant for a second. Anything below the 5K mark, let's just define anything below that mark. You are getting into e-course land, okay? You should be recording your stuff and handing it to somebody and never seeing their face and never interacting with them. Your time is too valuable, period. Mm -hmm. On that note, never go build an e-course. Sell a mastermind, (laughs) record your mastermind trainings and then use those as an e-course. Okay. Yes, right.
0: Golden nugget there. You leverage your time. It's such a good point because, you know, if you have to give this information out anyway, like you can charge people for access. You know, if you talk about behind the paywall, you can charge people for access for what you're already teaching, right? I mean, it's it's brilliant.
1: Once you teach week one of your mastermind, let's say it's a 12-week course, let's say 12-week mastermind. Right. Once you teach week one, you can now downsell to the online course version.
0: Right. All you got
1: to do is teach week two and record it and drip it to them once a week. You're, You're done.
0: So for everyone listening to this, I could put, my question behind a paywall of how much you should charge, so you have to pay to get the answer.
1: This is really good. <laughs> oh, dang. I'm seeing, I, I want an affiliate commission here. Come on, dude. There you go. Yeah,
0: that's right. <laughs> so this company. is really good. That's a really great point.
1: Really great point. All right. So let's talk about this 5k and above number. What should you actually charge right now? Micah, you and I both know there's 20,000, 50,000, 100,000. I I heard three of my friends recently are like, oh my gosh, so-and-so is doing a million dollar mastermind seat. Um, They were mentioning that like a week and a half ago and I was talking to them. Everybody's tinkering with how far does it go, right? So ultimately the price comes down to two things. Number one, and this is the hardest one to deal with. How much can you charge without flinching? Mm. Most people have a price in their own mind or their heart. And they say that's too expensive. But the reason it's too expensive is because that person can't afford it. The person selling it thinks it's expensive, right? You don't have to worry about, can you afford what someone else is buying? You're not the one buying it. That's right. Let them make that decision. Okay. Now here's how they make that decision. What it's worth is typically here's an easy way to do this easy formula for you mm-hmm. what it's worth is typically how much value will this bring me if i do everything mike i'm going to join your mastermind if i do mm-hmm. everything you say to do like i promise you i'm there to do the work to get the results yep. how much do you think it'll change my business if you say chris i think it'll change your business $100,000. I think it'll change half million dollars. i think it'll change half million dollars i think you'll pick up an extra 10 million dollars next year mm-hmm. if you can tell me like truly it's worth another million bucks to the bottom line of my business. If I do everything you say to do and follow it for a year, you could charge me a million dollars with a payment plan that lasted 12 months because I'm coming out flush in 12 Mm -hmm. months, but I'm going to keep doing this year two and year three and year four. I'm going to bank this thing hard. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, Most people take that annual number and they simply charge a 10 to 20% outcome of that number. If you say, dude, I can make a million dollar difference on your business. Then you might hear somebody pitching this mastermind seat for a hundred to Mm $200,000 because you're going to give me a payment plan. Uh, Okay. And it's $8,888 per month for a $100,000 seat. And by the end of month two, I'm going to be jacking up another 25K. And by the end of month three, I'll be bringing another 50K. And like, yeah, right. can I buy two seats? Yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So what where's the liability at with creating masterminds? Because this is, is a concern. So like, you know, you, you, you raised something that I think is interesting. I've heard this, this said in masterminds. And basically, what it is is if I can give you or show you the value to increase your business, um, and we talked about how to how to price that uh, against the value. Where, is there liability? Do you need E and O insurance like errors and um, advertising insurance? As when you put these mastermind groups on, how do you protect yourself from, or do you do you think that it's mostly reputational risk? at play when it comes to delivering uh, the masterminds?
1: No one has ever asked me that question on the show. These are, (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm loving the show. Uh, okay. So yeah, liability is a big deal for everybody in every line of business in the world. This is the way it works now. Right. But here's the truth about liability. The financial risk is significantly lower than the relationship and reputation risk. Mm. You make one person mad and they want their money back or something, right? Okay, that sucks. But truly, if they go out there and badmouth you, you lose 100 people. Mm -hmm. So it's the reputation. So here's what we do. You got to have insurance, folks, no matter what business you're in, get errors and emissions insurance, get your liability insurance, your slip and fall insurance, if you're if you're brick and mortar, get insurance, and then have contracts. I'm not an attorney and i'm not giving anyone legal advice here just to be loud and clear don't edit that part out
0: this is just for, this is just for educational purposes so. yeah we're just a
1: bunch of guys having fun don't worry about it all right yep. um so you gotta have agreements in place and we work through those agreements in our mastermind to show people here's what has to be in there this is important mm-hmm. but those agreements allow you and your mastermind participants to acknowledge here's what we're trying to achieve here's how long it might take it might take longer or shorter But ultimately, we're going to stick with you and get this result, if at all possible. Now, in our masterminds, we like stick with people. We don't kick them out. If it takes you six months longer than the average to get it figured out, we're with you. Mm -hmm. In some masterminds, they kick you out and they end up making people really mad.
0: But again, to
1: me, I want the reputation. I want to know that when people join my mastermind, they win. And they win on their calendar. That's so critically important to me. Your errors and emissions and liability insurance companies, if they're any good, are going to ask you, do you have an agreement or a contract with your clients? If you say no, they'll say, oh, we just tripled your rates. If you say yes, they're going to want to see it. And if it's a good one, it will give them confidence to know, oh, this, this group's doing it right. They actually care about people. The likelihood of us getting a claim is really low.
0: Do you, um, what's your policy on refunds?
1: We do refunds if, if someone has shown that they're doing the work and we just made a bad match yeah. that's happened, yeah. man, I, I think that's happened. I, I don't think three times I'm thinking of two times in the past couple of years that's happened. Yeah. And both of those, by the way, were COVID related. Mm-hmm. And, and we gave a refund because I mean, people were like spending months in the hospital with a loved one. or months not seeing their loved in the hospital. Right. Right. And it was, it was so obvious that the right thing to do was here's your money, go and do well.
0: Right. And they weren't able to implement what you were, right. What you were asking them to do. So,
1: right. But the the beauty of having a well ironed out mastermind is that, is that you go through the first group that you teach Mm -hmm. and and you iron out, like you're, you're showing up and you're like, this is my first group. You're not announcing it, no beta groups. That's, that's crap, guys. Go, go straight in, have your first group. But the thing is, on your first group, if you're so committed mm-hmm. to learning everything you gotta learn about what they need and offering them solutions and cracking the code and making little bonus sessions and jumping on an extra call this weekend if they need it. Like you're getting it done. If you're committed to seeing the 10 people in front of you win,
0: they're yeah. gonna win. Right, it's amazing yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, it's it's amazing how much intent comes into play with anything you do, right? Like you, if if you are trying to actually, and and now, granted, you can make one can make an argument that just because you have an intent to do something doesn't mean it actually gets done. But that's a legal argument, and we're not lawyers, so, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the but but you know, your concern for people and want to actually genuinely help them. I think you brought this up as one of your first points and main points. Um, it really does come into play because you're going to give them information that actually will help their business because you're not you know looking to scam them you're not one of those tubers who are trying to take photos in front of a rented Ferrari so yeah um so you have a 3d rule for defining your high high ticket niche and you mentioned you mentioned a um you mentioned the price of 100 to 200,000 in some cases that people are charging for masterminds before i ask you for the 3d rule i just want to remind people to subscribe if you're watching this on youtube hit the notification bell. If you're listening to this on your podcast platform, because you always listen to this on your podcast platform, make sure that you subscribe wherever you get your platform. Don't forget to check out the common sense podcast.com and don't forget to check out Chris Williams, our guest today as well. So Chris, the 3d rule for defining your high niche target, your high ticket niche. How do you do that? Yes,
1: Here's the 3d rule. And, and folks, like and subscribe, smash that bell, do the things. If you're in the podcast for real, if you've never run your own podcast or show, you don't realize how important it is. People find if, where are we at? We're like 30 minutes into this thing, Mike. I don't know.
0: I think if than that. you're this
1: far, yeah, you're this far <laughs> into this rabbit hole. You know this is solid information. When you like and subscribe, it plays with the algorithms and it, it makes sure other people with your interests find this information. It's super cool. The internet's yeah. so strong. I think it's going to yeah. stick around. And all right.
0: Just, just a couple of years. <laughs>
1: uh, and you can find us at groupcoachnation.com. That's where our whole world is, groupcoachnation.com. Everything about the 3D rule is super simple and relational, all right? And this makes a huge difference on anybody's sales platform. If you're a brick and mortar, If you're selling info products if you're at a nine to five and trying to figure out what am i going to do i'm going to quit my job and do this the 3d rule dream drain doubt those are our three d's let me define them you need to hear what your ideal audience your market who you think you want to help i want to help entrepreneurs i want to help dog trainers i want to i want to help therapists i want to help couples with struggling marriages whatever What's their dream? What are they actually trying to accomplish? Now, now, don't get caught up with, well, they're entrepreneurs. They want to make more money. Okay. I promise you, most entrepreneurs are not wanting to make more money. They're wanting what they think money gets them. Right. Which is probably some freedom, maybe some opportunity for themselves, their kids. Yep. Maybe a yeah. chance to actually show themselves because of their shitty parents that they're worth something mm-hmm. i'm just calling a spade a spade here folks yep. we want to succeed because sorry your episode just went too explicit dang it I'm so sorry um <laughs> we we want we want to succeed
0: we'll market thus we'll mark it thusly okay good put the E on there before we before want john McAfee s- died i had him on and that was
1: probably <laughs> he lit it up.
0: yeah yeah he did
1: We want to succeed as humans, not because I I want a Tesla, but because I want what the Tesla says about me to myself or to those who see me in it. Mm -hmm. All right. Really, honestly, if we're tree huggers and we just want to save the planet, we would probably do like ride a bike. You know, you're not going to get a Tesla, but truly we want that for other reasons. What is your market's dream? And if you're saying, Chris, I don't know, man, that's pretty deep. How do I find that out? Well, look in the mirror mm-hmm. and write down what you're feeling. Because that's probably what they're feeling. We're humans. We're, we're all precious little snowflakes, but I promise you, there's like seven or eight kind of snowflakes. We're all really similar. I do all like right? what
0: you said about um, <clears throat> people. It's, it's not about the money. It's about what money gets them. I think that is a very good point. It's the, it's, this is why social media is so powerful it's because you are visually seeing well you're mostly seeing what people want you to see but what they put up there are photos and videos and messages that shape a narrative about their ideal life some people just put it put it up there raw but most people who are using social media put up the things that they it's not their life in 24 hour period of time it's their life and 30 minute time. So um, it's It's the rental Ferrari. It's this representation of what they believe that life means and how they want to project it. So interesting point. I think that's an awesome one.
1: Yeah. That's D number one. That rental Ferrari does not make me feel for the people who buy that sort of ad, right. It doesn't make me feel that I want a Ferrari. It makes me feel that that, that kid in front of the rental Ferrari is more successful than me, not just, Oh, they make more money, but it's going to be like, I won't have to worry about rent. I won't have to worry about my parents being on my back about making a buck and getting a job and that you didn't do well at college. And if I, if that was me, all those things would go away. That's my dream. Right. Yeah. So right. It's clarify. Too, it's, this. It's too, two
0: levels. That. It's two levels deeper than you think it is. You have to dig it is. a couple levels. That's yeah. Right.
1: All right, let's go for the next one. Drain. All right. Dream, drain, doubt. Remember, our first one's dream. Identify it, write it down, know what it is. If you're struggling with it, it's probably your dream too. Drain. These are the external things that keep me from accomplishing or getting to that dream. So, what is it around me? Too many bills, not enough time. My my partner is just a total downer about me being an entrepreneur. I would, but I don't have the education that I need. If I could just get this coaching certification, I could go be a coach. What is it that's keeping you or your audience from accomplishing that dream? What is it? What are the hurdles on the track that you have to jump over or they have to jump over to get to that dream? List those out. It's often not enough money, not enough time, too many pressures and relationships not enough education, um, not enough opportunity. I don't know the right people. I'm stuck in this freaking nine to five. Um, there's lots of things that, and no judgment here. It's not like we're giving excuses and minimizing those excuses. These things
0: are real. Right. Even
1: if, right. even if we know as the, as the expert, Hey, that's not real. I overcome it. You can too. The person who's feeling it right. Then it's real to them. Right. That's what matters. Yeah. Write those down dreams run Drains the external stuff, write it down. If you don't know what the market's drains are, look in the mirror. All right. What's freaking you out right now? What are you waking up at 2 a.m. thinking about? Mm-hmm. Is it money? Write it down. Yep. Is it your credit mm-hmm. score? Write it down. Is it the, the relationship pressure at the holidays coming up when you're like, oh crap, I'm gonna have to see those people again. They're gonna ask me what I'm doing. And so and so is a damn doctor and so and so is an engineer. And I Am an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. That's write those things down. Okay. Absolutely. Dream, drain. Third one is doubt. Yep. What's inside your heart that's keeping you back from even running the track and trying to overcome the hurdle in front of you? We got that dream down the track at the end, the finish line. We got the drains that are the hurdles on this track. And they're hard to overcome. And we got the, drain, the dream strains and the doubts, the doubts, are the things that are in our heart that make me not even want to lace up my shoes, that make me look right and left track and think she's faster and stronger than I am. I may as well not even try. Or, you know, I, I have been in races every weekend for the past six weeks. I haven't won a single race and I've tripped. I've tripped on the third hurdle. There's 10 hurdles. I haven't even gotten to the fourth one ever. Why would I even start? Because the crowd laughs. And because I know I'm not good enough. And because I see all the people who hit the finish line and I'm not who they are. I'm an imposter. I'm too scared to start. I'm worried about it. It's me.
0: Right. And so these right. are the things, these are the things that will help you understand who your mastermind should be targeting. And yeah and why they should be targeting these individuals and what so who what why um and what you should be essentially teaching them when you bring them together
1: if your mastermind teaches here's who you are as a person you got this here's what to do next to overcome those hurdles and here is the path to your dream if it teaches those three things—the doubts, the drains—how to overcome them and how to actually reach that dream—you will have an insanely successful mastermind. You'll have a super easy time marketing it, and it'll be the easiest thing in the world to sell it.
0: Now, is this the same way that you can get speaking engagements as well? Kind of putting this together—kind of the fundamental, the fundamental mm-hmm. pitch to masterminds. Would you encourage people to kind of put together um, a same, a similar sort of? framework for getting speaking engagements?
1: Absolutely. You know, for speaking engagements, your audience, if we think about this, the audience that's in front of the stage, if it's a virtual stage like a podcast, or if it's a physical stage like a main event, the audience in front of the stage is only one piece of the people that need to hear the dream drained out. They mm-hmm. you need you got to help them see their dream and overcome their drains, their doubts in 30 minutes. whatever you got? It's actually the Stage organizers, who are your first and primary audience? What are their dreams for this event? What are the drains keeping them from getting there? What are the doubts? If you can fill that gap and say, look, I can get you past the doubts and the drains and help you succeed at this event, this audience presentation that you want to have, you'll get the speaking gig.
0: Who is building a mastermind not for?
1: Anybody who hates communicating and teaching people. If you really don't like being on camera, if you don't like a microphone, if you don't like sitting down with 10 or 12 people and like saying, let me help you, what's going on? If you have a hard time listening and you, you only want to just blare your information out megaphone style and can't listen first before you answer a question, then this isn't for you.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Chris Williams. How can people get in contact with you if they are interested in having you coach them through developing their own mastermind, um, selling it to high net worth, high ticket, um, high ticket individuals who buy high ticket, and, uh, buy, high, buy high ticket masterminds on a regular basis? How in the world can they get in touch with you and your company?
1: It's groupcoachnation.com. Easiest way to do it. So at Group Coach Nation, we have a beginner an advanced and a pro section. It's completely free. And you jump in there and like, we're going to help you sort, where are you now in this process? And and what should you do next to start getting some traction to becoming your own mastermind leader? It'll help you identify, I, I thanks for the information, but wow, I don't want to do this. Awesome. Aren't you glad you know? Or heck, this is for me. What do I do next? We'll like literally lay out the steps. Here's what to start executing on. Here's when you need help. Mm-hmm. To move forward, here's when you don't need help to move forward. That's what Group Coach Nation's all about. We all in this together. Let's do it.
0: And when and when should a person start? So if they're if they're in the middle of running their businesses, um, when did you suggest that they actually start considering? When when is enough professional knowledge and credentialing enough where they can then actually put the mastermind on? Now I guess I, I realize that the answer probably is it depends and it's individual. Um, but there, there also has to be a level of competence that you're bringing because otherwise it's going to be looking like more refunds than, uh, than subscriptions. But what, yeah. what's your, what's your, your metric or your rule for that?
1: You know, when you, when you're at a place in your professional life where people are saying, Hey, how'd you do that? Then, you know, you're probably there because it's not about their credentialing. What's happened is all of a sudden you've crossed a line and somebody is noticing, "Wow." You're really good at that. That's really cool. How'd you do that? Mm-hmm. That's that right there is an indication that you don't need more credentialing. You don't need a PhD in the thing. You just need to start teaching people how to do it. Right. Truly, most of us know more about our passion and our area of expertise than 99% of the people on the planet do.
0: Right.
1: It's not their thing. They didn't spend the past two years, six months, 15 years learning it. That's it's right. just a matter of a percentage of that population want to get there now. Mm-hmm and they'll pay you to get there now.
0: Yeah, yeah, great. All right, get a groupcoachingnation.com. Groupcoachingnation.com.
1: GroupcoachNation.com. Groupcoachnation.com. Beginner, group advanced, pro. Sort yourself out there
0: and start learning. Chris, you've been awesome, man. Helping us map out the blueprint, uh, blueprint for uh, establishing a mastermind uh, business and um, helping individuals really, decide whether or not this is for them. If they're willing to put in that work, it, obviously you're going to be in front of people a lot. You kind of have to have that as part of your energy cycle, the fact that you like kind of getting out in front of people and kind of doing this. But this is something that I've always been intrigued with. And of course, I'm going to have to circle circle around to you when it's time for me to do my thing. But um, thank you so much for coming on today and laying it out, out there for people so they can hear um, and they can implement mastermind coaching and maybe start the process tomorrow.
1: Heck yeah. And Micah and everybody else listening in, like lean in on this guy, guys. You got, you got this amazing podcast front of you. He's obviously cracking systems and codes. He's life hacking the heck out of entrepreneurship. Like go back. If you're like, man, this is good, but I really have a question about X, Y, Z topic. Scan back through the topics, listen to the episode that's right for you, or it's faster. Just shoot a message to Micah. He's got his contact info everywhere. Shoot him a message and ask him and his team, here's my problem. Where's the resource for this? Mm-hmm. His library is deep. So ask, get the information, do work, get results. It, it works.
0: Yeah, that's right. So remember, folks, use your common sense in your business, and your business will grow. We got to take off it's the end of the show here today. Chris, thank you so much. Um, we are trying to we are trying to break the code of small business and entrepreneurism, trying to help people implement things the very next day that they can use. To, to grow and scale their business, add a couple hundred thousand dollars in bottom line revenue to their business. So uh, thank you for coming on today. And uh, can't wait to see you all engage. And I want to hear what you thought about today's interview. Put a comment on YouTube, uh, send an email to info at the common sense Make sure you, you find Chris on Twitter, Are you, Twitter, Instagram, all the relevant uh, you know, we don't do
1: Twitter at all, but we do everything else.
0: Yeah, Twitter yeah. can be a, fir- a circling firing squad, too, so I don't blame you there. Um, <laughs> but Instagram- Chris Williams
1: HQ. Chris Williams HQ is our social handles for everything. Okay. And Group Coach Nation is where we are also. Yeah.
0: Perfect. All right, great. All right. We're out of here, folks. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of The Common Sense Show, hosted by Michael Logan. The producer for The Common Sense Show is Paul Logan to reach out to Micah and the Common Sense Show. Talk to us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search the Common Sense Show. And if you enjoy the show, please don't forget to rate and or review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Thank you for listening.